1: Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. Colin II, and with me, as always, is... Uh, I'm afraid to
0: reveal the information. Um, I'm trying to be street smart, so um,
1: I'm going to go with a uh, fake name Okay. named uh, Sesame and Carpa. Okay. So, um, Sesame... Yeah, where do you live? Uh, I uh, no see, no,
0: I'm not gonna do that either. Uh, I took a class uh, with a bunch of kids. Just weird because I'm like in my thirties, but like, anyways, like they, you know, they said like, hey, you know, don't, don't talk to strangers. Don't, you know, don't tell them where you live. Don't, um, don't give them your phone number
1: uh you know what you should do you should stop wait. think what's that you know what you should do you should stop think and listen to your heart
0: yeah that's that's a really good piece of advice and, and don't don't be scared it, in no way and be street smart <laughs> yeah and in no way is that phrase going to be played for laughs during an extremely serious um, video that is meant to uh, teach children to not be kidnapped. No way will nope. it be used Never for, as a comedic effect. Nope. It's totally serious because it's a very serious issue. And that's how it's going to be treated as such.
1: Yes, it is. Um, I remember when I was a kid and uh, like on a regular daily basis, I was almost abducted every day. It sucks, man. I mean, I mean, you know, gr- growing up in the eighties <clears throat> and nineties and stuff, people would were just abducted every day.
0: I mean, there was really not much to do, um, you know. So, like, the kids were just walking around, not doing anything. Um, the adults, for all we we were told, they were all addicted like crack or you or any any other form of drug. So, of course, they were just like chomping at the bit to kidnap someone I mean, it was a crazy time
1: really Every, everywhere i went i mean i got kidnapped about four times a week about four yeah a week damn yeah that's crazy that's like a hundred and like
0: like uh, 120 times a year something like that
1: yeah and i mean you know it's like i couldn't help it i mean there was this guy in this white van that come by and offer me candy See that's the thing. You're not supposed to, you know. Don't don't listen to the candy guy. He doesn't. He's you know. He's
0: he's he's lying. You know. Yeah. Or she, it's usually it's usually a guy. But or she. You know. Yeah. the other, you, know, you know. Even even if they have candy, don't 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 matter. They they could have a whole truck full of candy. Doesn't matter. Um, just walk away. <laughs> go get yourself like an ice cream bar. You know from like. You know, dollar what, store what some, if
1: what what, or... what if there what if there's a puppy in the in the van?
0: Nope. Doesn't matter if there's a puppy, candy, it doesn't matter if there's puppy and
1: candy puppies, plural. Candy, what about what about candy puppies? Uh, places to get... About what? What's that? Like candy puppies. Like puppies made of candy? Yes.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's fine then because uh, that's I mean you're never gonna come across something like
1: that again. So no, it's not <laughs> fine. Um, okay, so so in all so we're joking. We, yes, <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about today? <laughs> well, today we are talking about quite
0: possibly the greatest short film of all time. Just an absolute genius wrote and directed this film. Um, I'm surprised that it's not played in every single movie theater in the world, if I'm being quite honest. Uh, it, it, it's it's called uh, Street Smarts. It's called Get
1: Street Smart. Yeah, I think that's what it, it's called. Oh, sorry, it's, it, it's called Get Street Get Smart. Get Street Smart, a kid's guide to stranger dangers. And that's the whole title. That's a long title of the movie. Yeah. And
0: it's about. It's based around, okay, so we have a sort of in-universe character here that we need to explain because the context is really important. They're doing a lot of world building with this one. So um, so in-universe, there's not only is there an alien exchange student, but it's, quote, your favorite alien exchange student, which implies that there's other alien exchange students. In the country presumably if not you know, unless you know, unless, you, know, you know the other parts of the world but at least in this country and he's just one of them but he's the favorite of the alien exchange students who have been sent from various planets and galaxies to the planet earth with the soul again the sole purpose is to teach the earthling children street smarts you know how, how to you know gauge whether or not a stranger's you know, have any bad intentions towards you? You know, they're they're basically act as ambassadors mm-hmm. of their planets because apparently they apparently they figured everything out on their planet, so they're just being so kind to send their children to our planet to teach our kids. Well, of course, I would have been one of those kids at that time. Uh, street smarts. Um, so remember, this is very important. He's one of many alien exchange students but he's the favorite and his sole reason for living on earth at this particular time in history is to teach other children how to deal with strangers if they feel that they're in an unsafe position so
1: that's the context just just laying it out there okay and and and, and so having him be the person him him being the ambassador about street smarts Is like I don't know having um, Tucker Carlson be the ambassador of liberalism. (laughs) That's a good one. Yes,
0: yes, because his name is Capricorn, by the way. Yeah, and corny. We're just gonna tell you he
1: he does he does a terrible job. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because. he, he really doesn't understand street smarts, but that is his purpose. And, okay, so the other thing I've learned from this movie, okay, so you, you remember the TV show Elf? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. they hid Elf <clears throat> that whole time. But this movie's taught me that Elf could have just hung out with kids and stuff. He just, oh, that's why I forgot about that, that they just, they, they hid him from the society. Yeah, but in this movie. Yeah, I did totally forget about it. In that. this movie, you know, Corny's just a, just a regular kid well, hanging out with everybody. I mean, but, well, it's
0: because, you know, he he was kind of teach him street smarts. I mean, he, or, he was, by the way, can I read, can I read the scroll that they did? Yes. Okay. Can I read that really quick? Yes, go ahead. So, they tried to make this into like a a Star Wars thing because they were trying to be cool. Because, like, oh, kids like Star Wars, right? So, you know, we're going to make fun of Star Wars by doing it. So, it says, it looks exactly like like the scroll for Star Wars. It says, Once upon a time, in a land very close by, then it says, Get street smart, a kid's guide to stranger dangers, blah, blah, blah. Okay, come on, get to the thing. Come on, get to it. Get to it. There it is. Episode 1. Safe New World. It's not very safe after Corny's time. Capricorn, known to his friends as Corny, is an alien exchange student from the planet Zarkon. Chosen to boldly go where no Zarkonian has gone before, Corny and his family travel across the galaxies to a planet called Earth. Pursued by strangers and evil kidnappers, Coney's mission is to learn what it means to be street smart and teach all the kids in the universe how to make their planet a safer place. His time has come. May the cosmos be with them. Okay, so they're talking like this is some prophecy deal going on. So apparently the Zarkonians have a prophecy that one of their own a child um, is, is going to go to another planet and teach that planet's children's how to be safe when it comes to dealing with adults who they don't know, strangers, is another word, you know, to use. And so Corny, or Capricorn, as his official title is, um, is a failed prophecy. It just proves the fact that their entire religion is wrong. Their god is probably not real. And, you know, Corny's mission is probably going to, is probably going to cause this entire planet to go into a full-blown civil war because half of the people are going to want to believe in the god that they believed in all these generations and the other half's going to be like well corny fucked this up so i don't know what to believe anymore they're gonna, so thanks corny
1: you just probably well, cost millions of zarkonnians lives he's as much of a, of a of a of a prophecy fulfillment as anakin skywalker yeah, which means that he's not. But, um... Uh, uh-oh, well, did I well, say the words? you well, not allowed to say it, right? Well, say, say, in, in, in a way, it's it's very similar. You see, Anakin brought balance to the Force by, you know, being evil and helping people see the good in themselves. <laughs> Whereas Corny <laughs> taught us street smarts by being stupid and not understanding them. <laughs> exactly see it's, so he
0: I guess you're right he did fulfill the prophecy just in a way that we wouldn't expect and by the way I think this movie I've watched it twice and I've watched like three breakdowns of it from other people I still can't get over some of the scenes like 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 they they really had like some like outdated stereotypes of like ADHD because at one point he's like sitting on his desk like like I'm, like really like and he's like his his ears like act as like antennas or, or no he actually has like actual antennas on his head and that allows him like to listen to the radio it, I guess it, whenever it, he feels it, like it, it. it's okay. like a
1: remote control that can turn off the radio I think I don't understand it and sometimes music plays through it but um so so, so the basic premise of this show or <laughs> film or. Whatever the fuck it is that they were showing kids in schools, by the fever way. Fever dream, yes. This this fever dream <laughs> that they showed <laughs> I in, think I re- in <laughs> educational institutions. <laughs> yeah, they were showing just... <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I I mean, this probably came. I mean, this came out in like '95, so I was already in co- in high school. I mean, almost in college by the time this came out. <laughs> But when I was a kid, the only weird alien movie they made us watch was Mac and Me. So, um, but... yeah, Mac and Me. Yeah, I think I remember
0: watching this actually when when they I think they did show this to us. Like even then, <laughs> I was thinking to myself, I'm like, like, why is this a comedy? Like, this shouldn't be funny." Like, yeah, so, so,
1: so, so the basic idea here is okay. So, um. At Corny's school, they're teaching, you know, street smarts, his teacher is and everything. And so, we have this situation, though, where Corny gets abducted. And he has this, like, watch that is a zapper that zaps him out of situations if he gets into a situation he doesn't want to be in. But he just has no control as to where it zaps him. Which... (laughs) Which is a weird concept because, honestly, sometimes maybe him being kidnapped would be the better situation because he could just be zapped, you know, somewhere, you know, like in the middle of a lake with piranhas or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. The um exact why would they... Why would they add that as an important part of the story? That he doesn't know
0: where. He's like, wait a minute. What if, you know, exactly. What if being kidnapped is a safer environment? Well, or what if he's, he's being kidnapped somewhere else and he gets sent to a worse kidnapper? And then,
1: well, well, the reason they added is so they can have the wacky adventures where he, you know, lands into a, a, a hot tub with an old couple. And, um you know... <laughs> in between another couple that they're trying to kiss and, um, you know, shit like that. That, that, little, that little
0: shrug he does is like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oops, like, and it's like, you can almost see like the actor himself is like not taking the role seriously. He's like, yeah, they pay me like $20 and like a pump of cocaine
1: for this, like, you know. Speaking of the actor, it's a, it's Richard, um Hor- Richard Stephen Horvitz, who um is probably best okay. known as the voice of Invader Zim.
0: Wow. So that's among other things. Which,
1: speaking of another alien that he played. Um mm-hmm. but uh he he also um uh, he's also played um he was in uh, Power Rangers as um that little robot okay. guy. That Oh, what okay. The fu- what the fuck is yeah. the robot's name? Anyways, he he was that he was the voice of that as well. And he's done like a lot of voice work since then. Um he's had a pretty prolific career, honestly, in a lot of voice work and other stuff. He he was uh He was on Angry Beavers, um The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Um he was in the movie The Informant. Uh, what else? Oh, is he, okay. What else has he been in? He's uh, he's in the Loud House cartoon as a voice. Um, Ratchet and Clank, video games. Um, Tangled the TV series. Um, there's like um, what else has he been in? Uh. Tons tons of animation. Um, basically. But anyways, so and, and totally I, I will tell you that the moment he opened his mouth, that is not the voice I was expecting to come out of that creature. Which is one of the ugliest fucking <laughs> aliens I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I mean,
0: I mean <laughs> the reason why I wanted the watch is so bad was just because of that because I was because all cards on the table, I did not think of this on my own. I was watching Eddie Burback going through his channel, and I just happened to see this face. I go, "What the hell is this?" And then he's he's you know playing a clip of it, and his his dad. You can you know oh, by the way, so Courtney apparently sleeps in his clothes that he wears to school. That's interesting. Okay, whatever. We'll just get past that. That he never okay, changes. So he doesn't take a shower. <laughs> Yeah, he, he never changes, he never, I don't know if he needs to take a shower, I don't know if his alien race needs that, whatever. We don't know much about their, their biology, you know, and their anemone. Which is a good thing, because I don't want to know too much about it. But anyway, so, um, <laughs> he wakes up, you know, from his bed, who's all, which is also like an alarm clock, because it makes his bed shake, like, to physically wake him up, because apparently he's like a really... Well, it does seem like he's a very hard sleeper, because he's always sleeping in class. But well, that's a whole other thing. Anyways, I don't want to get ahead of myself. So... So he wakes up and, you know, his antenna ears or whatever are playing some stupid, you know, shock radio thing. Like, oh, it's going to be a hot one today, <laughs> you know, type of thing. And he opens the, bl- the blinders from his room and there's some guy with his shirt off mowing the lawn already before school starts. Which is weird because schools usually start around like eight thirty nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And this guy is already rocking
1: his shirtless Thing blowing the lawn at like eight in the morning okay whatever and, and, and by the way the shirtless and, the, the shirtless lawnmower guy is sean mcnamara yeah. the director of this film well there you go he deserves a yeah. cameo um sure because he is a genius it,
0: it, it actually is a genius movie if you think about it if you watch this movie yeah like if you're like really really sleep deprived apparently you could just like see the genius of this film but like so the dude's like, he's, he's watching the director mow the lawn uh, with his shirt off, you know, because the director made that decision that he wanted to he wanted to be in his own movie and he wanted to be have his shirt off in his own movie, which again, okay, that's, that's his choice. So what really made me want to watch is this very first line in the movie outside of the narration that we already heard, and it's his dad is in the background going... Ready to blast into orbit, son? Or something like that. And then Corny goes, Duh, dad! <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. It's like, Duh, dad. Uh, like, he's like, Duh, dad! I can't do it. You're like, you gotta hear him do it. It's the funniest yeah. thing ever. And then, like, so we get a glimpse what who Corny as a person is. He's, like, a terrible student. He's a terrible kid. He's got such a bad attitude. Like, it's like, dude, you were specifically sent to Earth with this, like, specific mission. Like, and, like you have this attitude of, like, just like, oh, well, I got, like, he's even bragging to his friends, like, oh, I got this zapper. I don't need to worry about anything. It's like, dude, what the fuck's the matter with
1: you? He's the, like, he's the, anyone ma- he's have the messiah those zappers, of street should smarts. One of them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the messiah of street <laughs> and, smarts. Corny, whatever his last name is. Course he is, but uh, you know he's got the zapper thing like you mentioned. Well,
0: you know those other kids should be able to; they should have the zapper before he does because he's he's supposed to be teaching them street smarts. So he shouldn't be the one to have the zapper for "quote insurance" as he calls it. What a grown up word to say too. I got insurance. Who says that? But whatever. And they're all teaching him street smarts. They're like telling him, "Hey." You know, don't talk to that guy who just rolled up in his truck offering you candy, and you're saying, No thanks, it rot my ears. What? So it doesn't have teeth, I guess? Okay, and then, what a weird thing to say, though, too. <laughs> Plus, too, you're, say- you're saying no, but then you're walking up to the guy as you're saying no to the offer. Like, it's a very confusing thing. Like, hey, kid, you want some candy? And you walk up to him and go, No thanks. Well, wait, why don't you just walk away? Why are you walking towards him? But, okay, so, like, they. They're like, Cordy, come on, dude! Like, don't. Okay, so I have a theory. My mind's racing right now. So Eddie Burback, he, 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 very astute, very astute thinker, and he, he's like, there's like a predator like every thirty seconds in this neighborhood, and that's a great, that's a great, um, a, a great uh, observation. But I think I found one that he didn't mention. And I'm very proud of it because yes, I, I'm not someone that just wants to to watch someone else's things and copy everything that they've said, but. But I, so I'll grant him that that's I'm, I'm, that's not my original observation but I think I found one that he didn't and that we'll find out later on because this whole groundhog day situation happens where every time he gets kidnapped and he does a little zapper thing and, and he either, either finds himself over, like in a, a, yeah like, you know after he finds himself in like a weird like elder three-way hot tub situation or whatever he ends up you know erasing that from his memory or tries to <laughs> and then he goes back his bed and then and then this goes on several times he gets kidnapped like 18 different times and then they play this weird montage where it's it's a montage of all the times he's gotten kidnapped that we've already seen and a few extras just to throw in into the bargain bin and and it's like playing like this really weird like happy song like like
1: stop think. Listen to your heart!
0: And they're all like, you know, he's like, every time he zaps, he goes like, this weird, like, kind of sound. And he's like, spinning in like some
1: weird, like, like, like some weird, color, like, like, weird, like, Doctor Who sort of way or something, you know?
0: It's just so fucking weird. So,
1: but so what I, the,
0: my my observation was, like, we're kind of skipping ahead here. We could go all over the place because time doesn't yeah. matter anymore. No. But, um,. <laughs> Not in this universe. Not really. when you have a so, Zapper watch. Um, so after the whole Groundhog, or... No, when you have a Zapper watch, it's like the time is just like, it's a timelessness. Time, whatever, yes. I can't take it a word. But like, so so the my observation that I just came up with like an hour ago was, wait a minute. So he's living the same day over and over again, but he's still retaining all the information <laughs> that um, he had the previous day. But none of his friends do, and his parents don't his teacher, mind you, his teacher always, this, again, this, this is another Eddie Burbank observation, his teacher is always teaching a different version of the lesson, though, every day, which seems to kind of fly in the face of Groundhog Day, because the whole point is that the same thing happens every day in Groundhog Day, but so they yeah. did, like, did a little twist on that. But, like, okay, fine, that's that's fine, whatever. But I noticed, you know, there, there, there's there's several different predators in this, this movie, but there's a main one that always pops up and he, he always like seems to know like what's what, what Corny's up to, what his name is, where he lives, etc. Okay, well hold on a sec because, and I thought of this go wait a minute, Corny is the only one presumably, who's reliving the same day over and over again. So so anything he says or does on that particular day, only he has memory of. Everyone else is supposed to forget, but this guy seems to remember all the things that Corny has said on the previous Monday. So my theory is, Zarconians put him in to test Corny. They're like, Corny's gonna fuck up, and because we gave him the Zapper, because we know he's not gonna do shit, he never pays attention to school in any of our classes, so he's not gonna pay attention to some Earth school. So we're gonna send, like, a predator from our country, or our planet, or make him seem as such, we're gonna follow him around, and because like one of the thing one of the one of the days is that he had a he had a jacket that said corny on it, and one of the lessons was that you weren't supposed to wear clothing that had like your name on it or any other kind of thing. So that was just one day. He wasn't wearing that jacket though, any of the other days. But yet the guy still
1: called him corny. So, so that's interesting. So how do you know? Um, so 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 okay. My thing is is so then in this situation where. Corny is the messiah of street smarts. This guy is Satan. And so he yeah, he's the Satan of street run. Right. So so this is like the last temptation of Corny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, because he's
0: tempted. Uh, and this guy, this is the guy that's always tempting him the most. Like, because he's always offering him like ice cream, candy, and one one of the montages, montage scenes, he just gives him some money. Like, yeah, go, go. He's like got a payphone. He's like chewing gum, like acting all cool and so Like, hey man, hey corny, go, go, get yourself something to eat. And he's like, oh, thanks. And he's like chewing his gum, like. Yeah. Then like corny walks in buys like some ice cream or whatever. The guy, the guy takes his bike. And moves it right next to the the RV that just happens to be sitting in the parking lot, and then Corny's like, "Oh shit, my bike's there!" And then they go grab him, and then he zaps himself, you know, whatever. So, so this guy remembers all the time that he has kidnapped Corny, or or all the information. So it's like he, it's like it's like Corny's like a Nexus being. If we're gonna get into like the Marvel Cinematic Universe kind of th- theory here, this guy. Is also Nexus being so? Whatever happens in any timeline, yes. they both remember, but they don't. But he, but but Cor- Corny doesn't know that he remembers. So, so he's the one at a disadvantage here because Corny thinks he's the only one that remembers the Groundhog Day situation, whereas the other guy also knows the Groundhog Day situation, but he's he's using it to actually take advantage of the situation because he is the adult in this, and unfortunately, he's a bad adult because he's. He's using it for nefarious intentions, whereas Corny is using it to just make the same mistakes over and over and over and over again. I mean, like, there's one scene... Okay, so Eddie Burback... I'm sorry, I'm like all hyped up right now. So Eddie, Eddie Burback made another uh, astute observation where he's walking alone. Again, he's supposed to walk with his friends. And she's, um, he's going through like, the lesson plan that she said, like, and it's got all this, like, reverb and echo behind her voice, you know, like, don't go on alleyways or construction sites or whatever. I don't think that's him thinking that, because he wasn't paying attention in class, because right before that happened, that's why I'm talking about the genius of this film. You need to really read it. You need to really look into the small details that the director put into it, because he put in Clearly, a lot of work. That's the reason why he wasn't wearing a shirt when he was mowing the lawns because he had to put all of himself into the movie and he just couldn't have it. He just couldn't have a shirt anymore. It just couldn't, couldn't work. So he, he had those antenna things, and then he was listening to the antenna things right before class ended, like rocking out to some generic dumb rock song or whatever. And she's like, "Corny, pay attention or whatever," and like straightens out the antennas. And then he leaves class like acting all like he's tough, like. Like, all right, let's go walk home from school, Corny's like, I'll catch up with you later. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> and it's like, you fucking idiot, dude. He, like, just disregarded the entire lesson. So whatever. So he leaves, like, acting not cool. He does, like, this weird swagger walk. Like, he thinks he's, like, the coolest person in the world or whatever. And anyway, so the principal walks in. He's like, how is everything doing? And she's, like, frowning. She's like, I don't know. My, I'm worried about my alien exchange student. It's like he's on another planet. And he's like, well, he is. <laughs> you know, dumb idiot joke. And then, so she looks out the window. And then, so Eddie Burback, he, he thinks, we have a disagreement. But he thinks that <clears throat> Corny is replaying the lesson in his mind as he's walking home alone from school with a latchkey around his neck. And a jacket that has his name on the back of it, and then I don't think that's what's ha- I don't think that's what's happening because he wasn't paying attention. He never pays attention in class. That's the whole problem. He sits on his desk. He listens to music. He sleeps a lot. He's got I think he's got a sleeping disorder because he's always sleeping in class. Like he never seems to get enough sleep. I don't know. M- maybe the antennas play music at night and he never like gets enough sleep because he gets woken up by like a shitty rock song at like two in the morning and he can't go back to bed. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to figure that out in like yeah. part two or whatever. But, he, um, so she looks right out the window, and then that's when you start hearing this, the, the reverb and the echo of her repeating all of the key points of her lesson plan. I think that was her projecting that into Corny's antennas, trying to protect him at that very instant. like Because she knows, like, oh, he's got antennas, he can pick shit up of course he ignores everything that he hears because he's a fucking moron so he's like oh don't walk in construction sites oh he happens to be at like an abandoned warehouse construction site don't walk in alleyways don't he just oh a shortcut because he needs to get home so and what kind of weird shortcut would he need to get to his house to walk through, like, an abandoned warehouse district. Like, where the fuck does he live? Like, it seemed like he lived in a pretty good neighborhood. I'm not sure why he would need to walk through that. And he's, like, doing his weird, like, I don't know what kind of walk he's doing. There's a truck driving, mind you, this is mid-90s, right? Cars weren't very quiet back then. And you would hear, I think you presumably would hear a truck, especially a truck that looked like it was from like the 1960s, pretty sure would be making a lot of noise, but not for good old Corny here. He's just sitting there doing his little strut. And then this woman with a pamphlet of a picture of a dog on it walks by, and she's like, oh, my puppy got lost, which just happens to be on the picture of this polished pamphlet that you would just have a picture of your dog ad. Like, you wouldn't have a regular photograph. You'd have him on a pamphlet. And he's like, Courtney's like, it's like, what would you do? Like, it always freezes. It says, what would you do? And you see this guy already standing well, behind Courtney. Is that my, that?
1: My my, my my thoughts on this is okay. So th- this this is some weird town where people are abducted every fifteen minutes, and um, <laughs> so I think they have like a special place. It's like a you know like a Kinko's, but it's it, mm. but but it's. But it's for kinky people, so it's kinkos. Anyway, so um the uh <laughs> the um at this place they they they, they supply you with like uh, flyers and stuff for kidnapping kids. <laughs> You know, and it's just in a strip mall in this town. It's like maybe like right down the street from yeah. that quickie mart that he went into in the one part. You know, it's just it's just right there. You know, they they don't care because this town seems to have, you know, like every other adult is a predator. Um, <coughs> exactly. What the fuck is going I mean, who knows? The
0: teacher could have been one, too. She could have been. Yeah. Uh, t- telling false lessons to, to trip the kids into doing the wrong thing. You know, like like. um. Uh, and by the way, too, another point. Okay, I, I know I'm. I'm sorry, but my mind's wandering so oh, that's much. Fine. Okay, so it's no matter what, it's wrong to go after kids. Okay, I mean that's obvious. I don't think that even needs to be said. Okay, but they the predators in this universe do seem to have something really special interest into corny specifically. And I'm thinking, is it because he's an alien? The alien kid? Is that what's going on? Because they don't seem to be interested in the other kids he's hanging out with. Like they just ignore them. Like, you
1: know? well, I mean, my my theory is maybe they're all working for some like Area Fifty One government agency, and they're not really predators. Ooh. They're, they're 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 like Men in Black, but like in disguise. And so they're just trying to you know rid the world of aliens. You know.
0: Oh, that's that's I I, I think I kind of. Like that theory actually, like they're just keeping tracks on Corny to make sure he's not going to like zap the world into some weird, you know, wormhole or some shit like that.
1: Yeah, and I mean, so so basically, God I damn mean, it, this 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 fever dream of a of, of a of an educational film, um, <laughs> educational film, educational, yeah, film.
0: educational,
1: yes. <laughs> I'll repeat that again. Educational film. Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's um, yeah. Sadly, probably not the weirdest educational film I've ever seen, but still, the um, the 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 situation here, you know, ends where one day he leaves his zapper watch at home. And goes to school and then freaks out when he realizes he doesn't have it. And he's like, I don't have my zapper. I'm going to get killed on the way home and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you know, the the teacher's like comforting him in class and everything. And he's like all like freaking out. Like everything's different now because he doesn't have his, you know, insurance policy. And um, mm-hmm. yeah. The, uh, <laughs> so he goes home and He's remembering the you know what he's supposed to do, and he, he calls his mom like he's supposed to, and then he uh, there's a delivery at the door, and he won't let the guy in. You know he does the right thing, and then uh, and then our creepy guy in a Hawaiian shirt, um, <laughs> you know who I'm convinced works for the uh, you know government. Um, he uh, he. He comes in. He comes up, and for some odd reason, corny, stupid, and answers the door for him. And then the guy grabs him, like you know, in broad daylight. And um, yeah. And luckily, exactly. l- luckily, some random lady that lives in the neighborhood sees it and helps stop it. And uh, and then you know, five seconds later, the cops pull up. So well, of course, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I I don't know, but that he, which I think is funny though, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, how did the cops get here so fast? And then that moment that I thought that Corny actually says to them is like, how'd you guys get here so fast? They explained it. Yeah, Cody literally fails every test in this movie,
0: but then declares himself the victor because a woman and a cop happened to show up just as he's being kidnapped. He's like, yes, I am street smart." He's like, no, you're not, you fucking moron. You literally just opened the door for him two seconds ago, and then he just flailed
1: about as he was trying to carry you away. Like, he's like, what are you talking about? It's like, it, 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 it's like, like, It's like, you know, being the person that was afraid to get up on stage at a karaoke thing. And then all of a sudden you get up and you, and, and you sing one line of American pie or something. And then you walk off stage and you're like, I'm the greatest singer in the world. No, you're not. Um, so the, uh, the, no, um, no. no, you're not, you're terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the, uh, the, the whole, um, but, but anyways, the reason that the cops were there so fast is because, you know, there was something in his mom's gut when he called, when he called her when she was at work, I don't know where the fuck this alien's working. But, anyways, so, um, the, uh. The, <laughs> right, exactly. She, like, you know, working at a Dillard's <laughs> or something, and they come in the store, and it's just like, yeah, I'll show you where the dresses are here. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Hey, it's like in universe. This is a normal thing for these okay. kids. For the, not just the kids, the everyone. <laughs> so, um,. But anyways, so that that's how we, we end the thing where, you know, he realizes he's street smart and everything's good. I don't know. Do you want to take a break here, Matt? And we'll come back and we can talk about some reviews and stuff that I found online. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, so there's one
0: more thing about him walking home from school that day. So the day he gets kidnapped for real without a zapper is like, you know, he's freaking out in class because he doesn't have a zapper and like the teacher's like hugging him you know cuz she's a really concerned it was a really touching moment it's like oh my gosh she's really concerned about corny like someone's going to kill me i'm going to get taken away it's like oh i don't feel so good i feel sick and he faints and then they just let him walk home alone like no parent picks up. like what kind of school is this like when i was a kid if i was sick they wouldn't just send me home to walk by myself Paranoid, it's all jittery no, like. They'd send you the nurse like first, at least. I mean, so like that—that that whole there, the school failed him right there. Yeah, that would have been on them if he got kidnapped because they just went and go went ahead and sent him home.
1: Yeah. So that—that that was my
0: only last point about.
1: Okay, um, well, let's go to a break now, and then we'll come right back, and we'll talk about some reviews. We'll be right back after this. All right.
0: I'm Jay Remy, host of No Outlet Live. If you're in a podcast that explores any and everything, check us out. We stream anywhere you listen or watch podcasts. Or just type No Outlet Live, one word, in your Google search bar to find the show. Live Saturdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook. No Outlet Live, your road to boredom ends here. Do you like Tessa? Do you think this will be a date that can last? Well, uh,
1: she's not very articulate. (laughs) And we are back so yeah. all right Matt you ready for some reviews I found online Oh yeah I am okay so here we go All right so the uh, this is these are some reviews I found there was none on the internet movie database so I had to find some elsewhere and I found this website called letterbox.com where I found these reviews. This first one is a two-star review from um, Tilet Lantern. Um, he said, I heard that this had a Groundhog Day premise, so I decided to give it a watch. It's almost like a sh- uh, shot-for-shot remake, except for the main character is an alien, and people keep trying to molest him every day. <laughs> so... <clears throat> <clears throat> The next one is a half a star from uh, Visala 826. I imagine this is what being schizophrenic with horrible delusions and hallucinations is like. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another half star from a guy named Jay. It says, wow, it's free on YouTube, so watch it. Get street smart. That's all. Okay, so This other one (laughs) has no stars whatsoever Um, from Michelle. She says, The alien brought to Earth to teach kids about stranger danger has a magic fingers bed, and no one is asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Here's a three-star review from Parker. I would have tried to kidnap corny myself, to be honest. Whoa. Yeah, that's kind of creepy. There's um, a half a star from Geo. says, this is the most crime-infested na- infested neighborhood on the planet. Okay, so those are the only reviews I could find for this online. Um, I did do a little bit of research, wow. and there are some other corny adventures that we may have to find online and watch. So wait, because
0: they yeah, because they said there's several other films yeah. of Courtney. There's there's
1: there's one oh that I, I found online, and I can't remember what the uh, what the topic of it is, but I do know that Dick Van Patten and Vicky Lawrence are in it. So it's actually got some like star power in it. Also, it's got a uh, whoa like uh, the youngest kid from Home Improvement. Um, so. <laughs> What? Yeah. Uh <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to find that maybe maybe that'll be the next thing we cover. We'll see. Um so um any other thoughts here Matt before we wrap things up? Um no, I
0: think um I think the only thing I could say is 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 stop, think and listen to your heart
1: and be street smart. Yes. B Street yeah, Smart. That's that's all I can say. So, And I, I do have one last thing to ask you, Matt. Um, what okay. is your address? It's um, 728... Oh, no. No. Okay. What are your parents' first and last <clears throat> names? Um, Zarkon
0: and Zarkonium. Oh, okay
1: shit is that greek I should have said oh, that wait. <laughs> it's Zarconian. uh yeah oh okay um yes and uh what is your blood type and your social security number um
0: my blood type is green <laughs> and um we don't have um we don't have social security numbers on planet Z- Zarkon Z- C- Z- 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 so um, oh okay uh, we we don't we don't need social security on Zarkon C- because everybody's taken care of because we have a functioning government society so oh um, you so, probably you know, have we affordable don't really need
1: affordable
0: care, too oh yeah yeah we do it's pretty good stuff yeah. um and you know i mean the zap the zappers the is included in every single person who's born I mean, on we all. If, get if,
1: if you have the zappers yeah. too you can like get out get anywhere i mean if you have a proper zapper that you can actually direct to go to where you want to go then you don't even need a car so there's like no fuel issues too and you know so yeah it would probably have a really good economy and um, yeah. a good society where you know people yeah, it, care it about each other unlike <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the united states yeah. of america and, and
0: there's like Exactly. And there's only zero predators, and they they, they, they purposely gave Corny a, a shitty zapper just because of how much of an asshole he is. So yeah. um, you know they they knew it would just walk around and send him to like get getting. Oh that's that one scene. He got electrocuted once too. Wasn't that funny, guys? In between him getting kidnapped by like seventeen thousand predators in the same neighborhood, he also got electrocuted into yep. some funny wacky music in the background. Isn't, isn't being kidnapped by adults so funny, kids?
1: It's the best.
0: I mean that's the message of the movie. Yep. It's funny to be
1: kidnapped, I guess. I guess. Well, if we've learned anything, it's that it's funny to be kidnapped and that uh you know that <laughs> the chosen one and the the messiah of Street <laughs> Smarts is Capricorn. Anyways, so Folks, if you enjoyed this episode, as fucked up as it is, um, please uh, (laughs) follow us uh, wherever you can on social media at the twits and the and the grams and the uh, the books and the talks. (laughs) And um, also, um, you know, be safe out there. Don't get into weird vans. You know, (laughs) wear a mask because that would actually help, too, because then, you know, strangers can't recognize you Um, because if you have a mask on, you know, it's like, who the fuck are you? You know, corny might uh, might actually kind of look like everybody else then. And, um, you know, be street smart. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> he wouldn't look anything else. He'd probably look even more fucked up. Yes, yeah, but but that's okay. I mean, well, the thing is, is, he wouldn't have to worry about covering up his nose with the mask because he doesn't have one, and um, I mean, he's got this right. Voldemort-looking face. And um, anyway, so the uh, the, the um you know. Voldecor. <laughs> 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 wear a wear a mask folks like I said <laughs> you know subscribe <laughs> to the show <laughs> wear a condom and until next time be street well. smart and bye bye
0: Thanks for listening to <laughs> All Too Real 2 <laughs> Podcast a Cullen Park production produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at CullenPark.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of MetaHuman Affairs. This one is a story... All you got to do is head on over to Kickstarter.com and type in the Department of Meta Human Affairs
1: or DMA and check it out right now.